doing it now. Yeah, it actually sounds pretty decent. Okay, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. All right, well, here we go, dude. Nice, dude. We're back. It's Broken Toys. Episode... Episode Phoenix, dude. 15 or 16 or something. Phoenix? Uh, oh, because Riding from the Ashes? Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, Riding from What's the Ashes. Hey, thanks, Chris. Cool. He just said, yeah, appreciate it. Hell yeah, dude. Appreciate us coming out. Appreciate us wasting our time. Is he being sarcastic, you think? I don't give a fuck, dude. How'd you say that? I was outside. Oh, terrible. Well, it was fine, but it was one of those things where I was the only... It was clear that I was the only person that was enjoying the set. Yeah. Which sucks. Um, but, I mean, there was always, like, you know, one or two people that enjoy it. It's, um... It was... We just got down with uh, Spanky's, the Sunday half-off comedy night show. And Katani, we're in Sonoma County right now. Just give some context to where we're at. Yeah, I got the uh, I got the phone number of an overweight woman, an overweight single mother, uh, who wants to take my headshots. Nice, dude. When I made a joke when she gave him his phone number, I was like, "What she give you her body mass index?" And he laughed yeah. at the time. He's not gonna do it now because that's not how jokes work. But yeah, the audience can enjoy that one. Yeah, they'll enjoy it and they'll be like, "Wow, Joe's such a good comic. He wouldn't laugh at a really funny joke." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how <laughs> exactly. That's how so funny it, it benefits both of us. Definitely. Um, but with shows like that, where like the room is kind of lackluster and there's not a lot of people around, I kind of take it as like they're watching me, like they're watching TV, like I'm amusing them for sure. Um, but they're not giving me. Like the audible laughter. Well, it's pretty like confident of me to assume that, but uh, yeah, I think feel like they're just watching me on TV, and they don't have like the tons of other people to really get the the laughter and the volume. Out. Yeah, I think as long as people aren't actively leaving or heckling you, then you're somewhat on the right track. Yeah. Exactly, or like they're just like talking amongst themselves, like dozing off. But then again, when there's a show like that, then that puts you on the same playing level as like a really shitty comedian. So to you, like you feel like you did just as well as the worst person there, which isn't necessarily true. Well, like there are some comics, and we never name names if it's like if it's actually like legit praise. But one comic went up and you know got you know a huge applause break because they said you know how fucked up they were. Whoa, what's a bird doing? I know, I actually saw that. That's a seagull, too. That was weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's a seagull, but it's not near a body of water, which leads me to believe it was going out to die. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, I'm afraid so. Maybe that's a sign. You should look that up, dude. What does a seagull uh, flying at night in front of our car mean? <laughs> yeah. It means it's going to be a great podcast. Oh, hooray. It's a sign, dude. It's an ancient Native American proverb. Fuck yeah, dude. So, we're on the right track, dude. So, what was the applause break? Who got the applause break? No, don't say who, but, yeah. like, what was that? What it was just, like, about how they were, like, stoned and drunk or something like that. Oh, okay. So and, like, that's what, that's what people like. No, it wasn't Keith. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, do the math. Uh, Nathan? No, I'm going to stop guessing for sure. <laughs> don't guess into the microphone. Alright, whatever. Yeah, dude, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Now we're sad, dude. We're in a bad... We were gonna record on the way over, but we were so fucking mad, dude. We were in a really bad bit on the way here. I was, I was hopping mad, dude. I was cross to, uh... If I just put it that way. I had a fucking what was called a rage boner, which is, like, when you get an erection because you're so angry and you don't know how else to deal with your emotions. Uh, do you get, uh, horny when you're angry? Yeah, I'm like the Hulk. <laughs> really? <laughs> Your, your boner rips through your pants. Yes. <laughs> big, <laughs> a big green boner. Yeah. <laughs> is the light going on there? No, it's not. It's You're fun. not charging your... Uh, My vape. Your vape, dude. What's going on with it? 
It's uh, like I, it's really expensive just to buy the uh, the vape cartridges. So you got to buy like the juice separately and refill it. Sometimes when you do that, it leaks through and it actually leaks into the actual battery, which isn't good for it. So you got to keep kind of blowing on it, Ugh. readjusting it. It's such a shitty lifestyle. What a like, hassle. I'm such I'm so hugely addicted to um, to nicotine that I can't like like quit. Uh, That's a bummer. But it also things like you can't smoke cigarettes because like you got a job, right? You got to go to work. Like you can't smoke during work. But you should be able to fucking vape at work. Um, I used to be able to actually when I had an office job. I was pretty good at sneaking off and like vaping in the back. But honestly, what I do now is like before work and after work, I vape. One well, at work, I put a patch on. That's ah, how addicted I am. Damn. Do you think most people do that? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I take edibles because I can't smoke at work, which really? is, like, I feel like the equivalent of, like, a uh, patch for a stoner. Dude, your tolerance is so ridiculously high. It sucks. It actually kind of sucks because I would think about when I was a young man and would get high, yeah. and it was so easy to get high off of, like, one or two hits, and you'd be high for hours, like, super high, like, whoa. And now you just get, like, a little high. And it's barely different from what I am now. It's yeah. not going, dude. Damn. Fuck, dude. There it goes. Let's gonna turn off. Uh, did, oh, no, it's flashing. Fuck yeah, dude. Nice. There we go. Right. Now we're in. All right. Welcome to the podcast, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey, everyone. Broken Toys, episode 69. Okay. Uh, but yeah, dude, whatever. I mean, like, it was worth it. It was fun seeing Marco. It was fun seeing, like, people I haven't seen in a long time. Should have got a punchline, though. Yeah, dude. Well, Marco and I were in, like, a polyamorous relationship in, like, fucking 2000 and fucking nine. What do you, like, what do you mean? You two we were both dating Christy, dude. What? Really? Yeah, dude. It was so fucking awkward, and, like, every time I see him, I have to pretend it's not awkward, but it's so fucking awkward for me, dude. Of course, dude. He's, like, a black belt... Like, yeah, no shit, like, dude. And, and he was like that. And dude, it was super. He crazy. totally let you be in a poly. Like, it's not even like. A, yeah, I, I know. And then like, well, and then it got even weirder because Christy broke up with him because I told Christy it's like I don't feel comfortable being in a polyamorous relationship. Good for you, dude. That's my conservative yeah. boy right there. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, I don't want to be in like, I don't want to fucking one share a bitch and two share a bitch with a fucking thug at least like if I want to share it with somebody be at least funnier or as funny as me ooh no I'd rather well actually first off I would never want to share anyway yeah you shouldn't share women but like it would bother me more if like a girl I was dating left me for like a funnier comedian fucking kill myself thankfully I'm a fucking alpha but at yeah. the same time it still fucking kills me when like women I wanted want to be with or have wanted to be with or have been with but are no longer with have gone on to fuck significantly less funnier people than me Hell I have yeah. to pretend it's not like a big deal yeah now that it would be an easy feat to you to be honest with you not to like butter your bread too much because you are one of the best comics in the, uh, the Bay Area but so so yeah no, I've never had a, to work actually I felt like uh, comics I've dated before have dated comics who maybe aren't better than me, but like I start, started before me, and like just because of that, they were better than me. Just because they've been doing it a lot longer than me, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's um, I don't know. That's why I just don't fuck with comics anymore. It's important not to. I need to not, but I keep falling into this fucking trap because one, like uh, they understand like where you're coming from when you're frustrated with shit. Yeah. And like they understand like why you're in a bad mood because of you know. You have the same things. default conversations. As yeah. 
And that's kind of nice because it, instead of trying to empathize with, you know, them at their office, it's something that you already understand. Whereas if she was like a dancer and she was mad that, you know, she couldn't do this pirouette or something. Yeah. That's different. It's not, you can't understand. Where well, it's actually, from. you know what? I kind of disagree. Like, I think you can relate. That's why I like, uh, you know, my girlfriend now because, like, she's in the arts. Um, she's a teaching artist. So, um, like, let's take your example, like, the dancing, can't do the pirouette and stuff like that. Just like, just like for a comic, like you can't get a joke to hit, or like you're not, you know, it, you can. It, it transitions over. It doesn't have to be exactly comedy. You can relate comedy to several other things and be relatable amongst a variety of, you know, mediums that people are doing. So mm-hmm. that's why I like dating people who are in the arts necessarily, but not necessarily a comedian. I think I want to marry a teacher. Teacher's good, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a really good relationship right now. She's a teacher. Like, very poised, very proper. Like, this is a good heart. Likes to share what she does. Money's not the most important thing to her. Like, she's not very, like, you know, like, she's not obsessed about money. And uh, they're also freaks at the same time. I mean, like, when you spend, like, eight hours a day around kids, like, you kind of want to let loose and kind of be the opposite of that when you get off. So, um, yeah, I definitely recommend teacher. Yeah, I would be, like... I would want to date like an art teacher or like an elementary school teacher. That's what I. But like not like a fucking high school teacher where they're just super fucking jaded. Like that's got to be like such a bummer too because you see kids that are just in like bad situations and there's not really a whole lot you can do but you can just hope that you know they find a vehicle or something. Exactly. Like that's such a fucking bummer, dude. That's got to be so draining to do that and and make less than minimum wage. Totally. I cannot imagine doing that. That's why you get like the elementary school like. Yeah. kindergarten level like right before they start killing small animals they're already out of your class and like you don't have to worry about that kind of shit like you deal with the very early parts of that being a fucked up person like just ping themselves for attention like that's like like as fucked up as it gets when you're like teaching like first and second graders and stuff like that and I feel like it's easier to empathize with like smaller children like that and they're innocent dude they're yeah, adorable dude. little kids are adorable yeah no I'm, I got that exact situation right now and I'm very very lucky yeah dude Absolutely, dude. Uh, was it clear that this girl that you met tonight, like, she wanted to get down? Oh, uh, yeah. She was, like, super flirty and just, like, super into it. But it's like, look, if you're not going to have sex with me immediately, I'm not going to fucking waste my time courting you. Yeah, dude. I'm not going to fucking buy you dinner. Yeah. I might buy you drinks, but only if I'm in the mood to drink. Yes. But, like, if I could, dude, dude, if I, dude, if prostitution were, like... Not even legal, but if it just wasn't frowned upon. Like, if prostitution was, like, the equivalent of, like, smoking pot in, like, pre-legal uh, weed smoking time, yeah. you know, I'd do it. I should still I should still fucking do it and just be unapologetic about it. But I just don't know how to go about it. Are you going to follow up with her? Nah. Good for you, dude. As I, as I was getting her number, like, I didn't even, like, take the time to ask, like, what her... Because I, I forgot her name. She gave it to me. Uh, and I forgot it. I think it starts with an L or an S, which is like just dumb. I but get it for you. I know her. Like I've seen her around. Before. That is funny. Message me her name later. Okay. Well, <laughs> Maybe I'll let her suck my dick. Dude, I, that's a good point. I mean, like, you, you go into enough relationships now where I've, like, I've only been, in, I've, I've been in a lot of relationships. This is my second, like, real relationship I've been in. Like, um, you're, I can imagine after you go through it enough times, like, I don't want to meet anyone's sister again. Like, I don't want to meet somebody's parents. Like, dude, this wanna... woman has, like, a fucking 10 year old kid. Ugh. And, like, because I know it because she opened up her wallet. Like, there was, like, a kid in, like, Little League gear. Ugh. And then, but, like, she never 
dress it and down. I think she saw that I saw it. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, uh, when she closed her wallet, she was like, I have a kid. And I said, so? Dude, it's, uh... I mean, like, what a... Actually, we've talked about this before. You would not mind being a... Uh, dating a girl that had a kid. It depends. It depends on how old the kid is. Yeah. But, like... If I hung out with, like, a woman and it was, like, a parent, her kid did not like me at all. Yeah. I'm not going to try to fucking, you know? Right, dude. It's like, well, fuck, that's the real bummer, but, like, I'm not going to try to replace this kid's dad. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to, like, win over this kid that has already made up their mind about me. I'm so lucky, dude. Like, I've had, like, I have a very stable family. Like, I, I've never had to deal with any, like, creepy stepdad or, like weird fucking like I have a very normal fucking family dude like I'm, I, th- I feel very lucky about that yeah dude that's a rare thing to have it is I guess I'm starting to learn that more especially more. for like people from our generation where divorce was just so prominent in like yeah. the 90s for kids growing up where like they even felt the need to make like a lot of after school sitcoms based around like coping with divorce uh yeah Mrs. Doubtfire like, that kind of shit yeah like a lot of movies were about it was funny because a lot of it was like uh parents getting divorced and like mom dating some new guy but then like the new guy was like a fucking douchebag yeah oh exactly you know like what was that uh it was a uh it was a John Travolta movie and like John Travolta uh was like a dad who's got divorced and then Vince Vaughn plays this kid's stepdad and then it turned out that Vince Vaughn was also like a fucking murderer and shit yeah and and uh the whole the whole movie was like was like uh John Travolta was the only guy that believed his son when he said like hey my dad's my stepdad might be a murderer and John Travolta was like he lies to everyone he doesn't lie to me <laughs> dude that's uh what movie that was uh I, I remember it was just like one of those hokey fucking movies is that the one where he's an angel no that's Michael okay for sure <laughs> Alright, I know that one. Okay. Uh, but no, it was like a weird, it was a weird, weird movie. And like the whole point was like, yeah, stepdads are shitty. Yeah. Imagine like Vince Vaughn as a serial killer. Which is like even crazier because yeah. like there are so many dads that are like shitty dads and they don't even want to be a dad. But like to be a stepdad is like you make a conscious choice to involve children in your life and to take on that role. Yeah. Ooh, can I bring up something that's yeah, been, like the theme of the uh, the Pearlstein household for the past few days? Yeah, bring it so up. So my girlfriend's sister is pregnant. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm very Wait, happy the one I met? Uh Zo- like her only sister, yeah, Zoe. Oh no. Oh shit, I probably shouldn't say that name. <laughs> We'll, we'll get it in post. No one's going to listen. Anyway, but, like, <laughs> I want to talk about it because, um, all right, so here's the deal. So um, I'm, I'm happier for them. Like, I'm not happy. I'm like, I'm, I'm pro-choice, meaning that, like, I let the woman, like, choose and stuff like that. Um, where, but she wants to have a baby, and I think that's great. That she the guy doesn't want to have a baby. No, huh? he wants to have a baby. He, like, all right, so the background is the uh, the boyfriend, like, he's got a pretty crazy background. Like, a very dysfunctional family, but he, he's also very brilliant, too. He has a really good job in tech. Um, he never... He dropped out of Berkeley. Um, he's half black. Uh oh. Um, I'm bringing it up because this is important later on. <laughs> This is like important her choice to terminate the pregnancy. Well, the thing is, like, she she wants to have the baby. She's not, but she wants a white baby. Uh, no, that's not what's in right now, dude. Like, I think she. Um, well, she, call me old fashioned, but I want a white baby. St- that, but, the, but the new thing. All right, let me let me just press on right. here. So, um, 
she doesn't have really have a passion. Like, you know, my girlfriend is art. I have comedy. Her friends have other things. Like, she doesn't really know what she's doing. So her logic is that if I were to have a baby, everything that's would give me place. some purpose to yeah. really kind of, which I think is a legitimate like thing. You know, like if you don't have your own passion for something, like be selfless. Like, if you got, as long as you can take responsibility for it, you're not going to be dependent on anybody else to take care of the baby. Then, by all means, like God bless you. Like, have a baby. Like, that's great. But she comes from a very liberal, new agey family, and you would think that means one thing, but her family, not her sister, but her, like, mom is very, like, fighting for her having an abortion. Which is, like, which is weird, because when I think pro-choice, I just think it's, like, it's a woman's body, it's her, I think it literally, like, it's a woman's, you know, right to choose, but it's so funny that her, like, her family is, like, actively convincing her to get an abortion, and she said things, uh, that's what her mom said to her, is that think about what the extended family is going to think, and by her saying that, I'm starting to think that, like, her family, that's not starting to think like the evidence is out there that they don't want her daughter to give birth to a mixed mixed baby. Yeah, dude, who would? But dude, but the thing is that like they claim to be like Buddhists and liberal, but, and, like yeah. I mean, Adam, I'm mixed race, and I want to kill myself every fucking day. You finally admitted it on the podcast. Dude. Yeah, I it's, it's something I've been struggling with, and I found out the meat like the the cause of my depression. And it's because I'm a, I'm a mixed race, dude. I'm a mutt, and there's no way for me to embrace any aspect of my culture without appropriate, without some aspect, without some other aspect of my existence appropriating. Oh, but dude, you're like quarter white, quarter Japanese, dude. You must have been like the cutest baby in the world. Oh I god, bet you were dude, an adorable baby. Dude, you should have seen the baby pictures of me. I bet. Oh. Did you have it as your profile picture? I had it. Friend request Joe Gorman, guys, if you want to see him as a baby, dude. He's a cutie pie. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty cute, too. There's a picture of me drinking a Diet Pepsi when I'm, like, eight months old. It's kind of fucked up, actually, giving like, a baby, like... Aspartame? Yeah, aspartame and caffeine when he's, like, eight months old. It's kind of fucked up now I think about it. But, like, all right, so I'm totally in favor of having... But the reason why I bring it up is just, like, 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 how are you, like, on abortion, like, like... What's your take on like serious? Like actually, you don't have to be serious. No, if, if I were serious, dude, uh, when I was, I mean, how old is twenty uh, five? Yeah, dude. So like when I was twenty, I got a girl pregnant. Whoa! And it sucked, dude. She was twenty three too. She was like an older chick. Oh shit! Um, and like, it was funny because like. Well, she, the reason I said, oh shit, yeah. maybe she would be more willing to have a baby. She too. wanted the baby, Ooh. dude. I had to fucking convince her to not have the baby. And I had to do it. I was actually kind of fucked up about it. Because uh, I was telling her that I could see myself having a baby with her. But I think we need we both need to complete college first. Because we were both in college at the time. Okay. And uh, I said, like, we need to complete college first. And, you know, afterwards, like, maybe we could get married and, you know, have a family. And uh, she agreed. So we went to Planned Parenthood, and uh, we waited, and uh, she, she, you know, terminated the pregnancy, but she wanted me to stay with her uh, the rest of the night as everything passed. Okay. And as she was driving me back to my uh, apartment, I said, I think we should see other people, and I can't be with you. After, dude, really? Yeah. You're 20 year old. I give you a break on that one, dude. Like, you're 20 years old. I mean, like, you don't have the social gravitas to do anything better than that. Like, there's yeah, nothing dude. wrong with that. Don't and then, cool. like, well, and then, like, a week later, she called me crying saying she wished she kept the baby. Oh. So I was like, I did the right thing. <laughs> I, and I, it's kind of shitty, but I did do the right thing. Because, yeah. like, she would have fucking, like, that kid would have ended up hating me. That kid would have been a teenager 
now, which is terrifying to think Whoa. about. Could you imagine me as the father of a teenager, dude? Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I know that was definitely a good. Fu- well, no, nah, it was a good call, you know, dude. I'm thing. not gonna be one of those no, 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 fucking. No, no. Here's the thing: you would not be you if you had a teenage kid. Yeah. That's the whole point. Is that like you? Your character would have changed. You would have. You would have adapted to having like a, a, a child. If anything, I needed to sacrifice the soul of my unborn child to become the J Wolf. Here's what we're doing here, folks. Like this is no. I'm kind of having an epiphany right now because I'm like, well, I'm kind of drunk and I'm like driving real fast right Hell now. Hell yeah, dude. And I think. <laughs> We're not, this is not a comedy podcast. Like, the whole time I've been racking my brain thinking of, like, God, how are we going to make this, like, the funniest this podcast This is a life ever? podcast. This is just a life podcast. Dude. We're just talking about everyday issues, and we're like, we, I feel like we've, yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm putting that in the back burner. Like, it was like, oh, another comedian having a comedy podcast. No, we're having, we're fucking thinkers. Yeah, the dude. That, the, the only career that applies to that is stand-up comedy. Um, so, yeah, this is this is just a thinking podcast. Now, we're just pontificating here. Yeah, dude, it's like a, a writer's workshop that we just happen to have a recording of because exactly. we are awesome fucking dudes who have lived interesting and unique lives. And that's the problem. Like, a lot of podcasts suck because people aren't actually interesting, but they think they either need to or want to do a podcast. Or just trying to be funny for the sake of, like, going for a punchline, just making a cheap joke or something like that, or a pun or a parody song or something like that. Like, yeah, dude, this is, we're rebranding. We finally, I think we finally found our voice here. Like, we're just, like, no pressure to come up with a punchline. We're just talking about some real ass shit, dude. Yeah, dude. We should call this the real ass. <laughs> That's great. Perfect, dude. <laughs> Let me uh, go ahead and try to secure that domain name right now. Dude, I think I've, I've thought of, I've, I've looked up, like, uh, like comedians are on the way up on, like, uh, GoDaddy.com. Uh-huh. And, like, I've thought about just, like, buying their name as a domain name and trying to sell it to them later on. You were going to buy, like, DavidBory.com. I buy DavidBory.com. God, yeah. you should have bought them. Like, who talked you out of that? Uh, I think myself. No, some other comic was like, that'd be fucked up. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I actually told uh, Bory about it. Like, it's like He would have laughed, dude. Yeah, he thought it was funny. He, yeah, dude, because he's a fucking funny comedian. Isn't it interesting how, like, legitimately funny comedians will find those funny things, like, we suggest actually funny? Yeah. And unfunny comics be like, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, um... But anyway, so that's what's going on with, uh... Uh, in my household right now, but I'm so supportive, dude. I mean, like, I, I uh, you want to be Uncle Adam, dude? I am gonna be an uncle. Like I said, my brother's uh, having a baby too. Everyone's super supportive, and like, uh, you know, I think that if you can, if you're, you know, he makes a lot of money, he can take care of the baby. They're just racist, dude. I hate liberal racist, dude. That's like the worst kind of racist because it's very secretive and manipulative. Like people, like, there's a huge misconception, like, oh, you're from the south, you're racist. If you're from the cities, you're not racist. Like, no, we're just like, we're more socially conscious. So we have a, we're better at hiding our racism than they are down there. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Is like in uh, California, uh, the the rule is, hey, you can't be openly racist. So people just learn to be really good at being down low racist. Exactly. I, I was thinking about this as a, as a joke. I, like I said, it's not a comedy podcast, but um, I think like conservative racists are better than uh, liberal racists because after a while, a conservative racist would be like. So, so do you watch football like as like a way to kind of like an olive branch it's like yeah. you know like they have more in common like the, it's like so, so you like basketball they, they, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I, I would have voted for Barack a third time if I could 
Extreme. Yeah, that's, that's that's liberal racism right there. Yeah, dude. But like, conservatives, like, like, all right, yeah, I. They'd be like, I hate black people, but I love the Super Bowl, and black people are in it. So yeah, it's know. like I love black people as long as they stand for the Pledge of Allegiance before they play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> I was talking about. They've. Uh, it's funny. There's like uh, there's like sports, NBC Sports, and there's like Fox News Sports. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Like Fox Sports. Yeah. Stand for the flag, you fucking monkey! Just like on Fox Sports. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll man! Don't give a shit, dude. Yeah, we shouldn't, dude. God damn. What else is going on with you, dude? What need any pressing? Uh, that's why I love doing this, like once in a blue moon podcast, like not planning for like. Uh, here's the thing: like, for any of our fans out there wanting when the podcast gets released, we release when we fucking feel like releasing it, dude. Like it's a surprise. Yeah, dude. Do you think we have fucking sponsors breathing down our neck? To when we have sponsors to do it, then we'll do it. But for now, there's no pressure to do it, so we're just gonna release them when we feel like releasing. Okay. Yeah, dude. No fucking no schedule. All right. No. It's when the muse calls to us. Exactly. So you know what? If you're going through a fucking rough time and you think the only thing that's going to keep you going is broken toys, well, fucking sorry, dude, because we're working on our own schedule. Exactly. Yeah, so T.S., dude, you'll get it when you get it. Yeah. You want something fast or you want something right? People play the lottery every day. They don't win every day. Yeah. They win every once in a while. Yeah. Exactly. And, when they, every once in, <laughs> and when they win, it's exciting when they win. It, yeah, it's you can keep checking deal. to see if we have a podcast uploaded, but when we actually upload it, it's gonna be way more rewarding. You really do get quality over quantity too. Oh, do we have more time to live and think and stuff like that? Because well, I spend most of my life convalescing. I spend most of my time just at home, just like daydreaming and like googling shit, YouTubing shit. Like I don't really live much of a life. Like I don't go to any parties. I'm pretty much a homebody. So I need I need some time before there's some new shit for me to comment on. Yeah. You kind of need like a little bit of time just to kind of. You uh, like that word convalescing, dude? Yeah. I read. I started reading a book, dude. That was the one word I pulled from the <laughs> I, book. I thought you were like, I got a, a word a day calendar. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. I mean, that's all books are. It's a way to expand your vocabulary. That's why I only read on Kindle now. Oh, just Kindle's because, great, dude. Yeah, because you have like a built-in dictionary right there. Oh. And it saves the works for you at the very end. Like I know. A little book library. So, and you actually see, like, oh, wow, I didn't know what shelf meant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that August can be used as an adjective? For what? Like, uh, important people. Like, her co- a very august company. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. See, so that that word a day calendar's already. I, I've off. been, uh, I've had some really interesting. Like, there's this uh, website called instanerd.com. Have you heard about that website? No, it's like, that one. All right, so what it is, it's like uh, it's like clickbait kind of. Like each page is like a new fun fact that you didn't know. Okay. So like cool things like you learn was that like you know why some eggs are white, why some eggs are brown. Oh shit! You want to know the answer? Yeah, actually I do. Okay, so black chickens, right? Uh, close. Chickens with white feathers have white eggs. Chickens with red feathers give brown eggs. Great. So I am only buying white eggs henceforth. Okay. Yeah. I'm only buying eggs from normal chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I get regular eggs, please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not these shithole eggs. Let's stick with bird facts. Did you know that ducks are waterproof? Yeah. You knew that? It makes sense. Like water off a duck's back. Oh, okay. I've never heard that expression before. Oh, really? 
No. Oh yeah, just let it roll off your back like water off a duck. I've heard roll off your back, but I never heard off from uh, from a duck. That's why. That's why. That's the full uh, phrase. Okay. You know that Albert Einstein was asked to be the president of Israel in 1948. Ugh. He also married his cousin. Did he? Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah. What's up with that? Why do Jews always marry their cousin? Um. Well, because everyone lived in small villages at the time, and like, and like, so and there was a lot of inbreeding and like in I see. Jewish cultures. <laughs> That's the correct answer to your question. Wow, how fast? Well, see, now we're learning about it. We're learning new words. Yeah. And we're learning about uh, the culture of the Jewish people. The closest I'll get to incest is that, like, I want, like, before, like, a, like, family, like, gathering and stuff like that, like, cousins that I haven't seen in a really long time, like, I want to get in really good shape, like, lose weight before, like, Thanksgiving and Passover and stuff like that, because I want, like, certain relatives to think that I look attractive. Oh, fuck. That's, as, yeah. that's as incestuous as I, I, I get. That's straight up incest. Dude, no, it's not, dude. Yeah, it is making you like making yourself want to appear more fuckable to members of your own family. Well, I mean, yeah. I never wanted to fuck any members of my family, dude. No fat chicks. I, <laughs> I mean, like... That's the only thing. Not, not fuck, but it's just like, you know, I want them to think that I got my shit together and stuff like that. Why? I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, all of, like, um, my dad's side of the family is, like, super Republican and shit. Like, they all, like, were fucking bummed that, like, Mitt Romney didn't win. Yeah. When he fucking ran against Barack and shit. And, like... Like, everyone was like, oh, fucking vote for Mitt. It's like, no, dude, Mitt Romney doesn't even smoke weed. (laughs) I'm, like, the only family member that actively, like, still does drugs and is, like, thinks it's funny. Really? You don't have another, like, no one, dude. No, I don't have a fucking weed cousin, dude. That's so interesting. I mean, neither do I. I mean, like, that's, uh, that's, I mean, like, I do have one, but he's really not fun to smoke weed with. It's actually a huge bummer. He's in the military, freaks out and shit. But that's kind of sucks, dude. I'm really jealous of families that have, like, somebody that they can, like, step away from the rest of the family and go to the backyard, smoke a joint or something like that. You can't get that much trouble because then the other person gets in trouble, too, and you're kind of in on it together. I'm very jealous of families that kind of have that. It's always, like, kind of divorced, dysfunctional families. All you really get is, like, um... I can smoke cigarettes with my godmother. Yeah. <laughs> and that's no, about it. <laughs> that's like my, my mom's generation. Like, they'd, yeah. like, smoke cigarettes. We can all go smoke cigarettes, but now no like one that. smokes weed. Yeah. And they're all just, like, uh, oddly conservative. They're like that new Republican kind of thing. Yeah. They're just super fucking white, dude. Yeah. My whole dad's side of the family is just super white. They're good people. I don't even know my mom's side of the family, really, outside of, like, uh... My grandparents. I don't know my dad's side of the family. Like, my, my whole, like, you know, I'm Bay Area born and raised, dude, like, Marin County. So, like, they're all very liberal people, as, like, in, but, like, it's also, they live in a very white bubble and it's very segregated and they're not, they don't live in a diverse area. It's, it's the worst kind of people ever. Very, very wealthy liberal people. Yeah. I yeah. think, like, once you make, like, you know, once you get, like, a base income, you start making like a certain amount of money. You think people that don't make like that certain amount of money are yeah. beneath you. And here's what I think it is. I think it comes from like the self-loathing of the rich where like they say something like in their minds, they're like, well, I'm a piece of shit and I'm able to make, you know, 150 K a year. So yeah. why isn't this loser fucking make a hundred? They must be a loser. Is that the conservative take on it? You mean that's my, that's what I think is why rich people treat poor people like shit. Um, what, what the thing is, what I most expect? Well, 
I think people like to think that they're self-starters and everything they, they, they earned, like everything they have, they earned on their own. They didn't have help from anybody else, uh, which isn't necessarily true, or it's not true at all. Uh, but then I think the other hand, like why are, why are Jewish people tend to be uh, more Democrats, more liberal, like because they're very successful and wealthy and stuff like that? I think it's the guilt. I think a lot of wealthy people feel guilty about being rich, so... Um, that w- that's what makes them more like you know politically charitable, not personally charitable. Mm. Like conservatives and Republicans, they give way more to charities than Democrats do. Like hands down, like like no doubt about it. Like the, the liberals, they, they want social party, they want the government to issue charity. They don't want to do it themselves. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think everyone's bad, dude. I think everyone's bad. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to, and like we need to slowly accept that everyone's bad. Yeah, and it's a bummer. This, this the podcast has been really good so far, by the way. Dude. Yeah, I think this is like probably one of our best ones yet, dude. Yeah, let's let's slow down for a second here. Like, I don't think that could be this interesting, like for this long. So, like, let's slow our roll for a second here. Let's yeah, take a, dude. Let's, I'll take a breath, dude. Feel a little better now. Dude. This is where we get a sponsor to come and talk. Yeah, to so uh, we're gonna uh, take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in uh, just a little bit. Well, I mean, we can't break. Like, hey, everyone, this is Joe Gorman okay. uh, <laughs> from uh, Broken Toys. Uh, our sponsor this week is. Uh, Blue Apron. Nice improv, dude. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you, uh, you know, uh, when you sign up, uh, use the checkout code TOYS, that's T-O-Y-S, and uh, save 100% uh, for your next eight months. Yeah. So we will feed you for eight months. And if it doesn't register the discount right away, you have to just type it in again. Yeah, and if it doesn't work a third time, you can actually uh, legally kill... Eight to nine people. Yeah, and you won't get blood on your shirt because it comes with a free apron when you order from blueapron.com. A blood apron. A blood apron, yeah. Um, Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, So, yeah. um, So, check it out. Uh, That's blueapron.com. Check out code toys. How sick is that with that, dude? You actually have a real sponsor, dude? (laughs) Thousand dollars, dude. Is that our? Is that on the dream board now? Uh, so I don't. We, we should. I don't know. That's fucking sick, though. Just to be able to just like half-assedly just like record a podcast on your way home, like things that we were just gonna be talking anyway. And, yeah. Like, you get five thousand dollars for it, just sort of advertising some shit, dude. Like that's gonna be so nice, dude. Yeah. So if you know how to get us sponsors, uh, please tweet us. Uh, yeah. At Broken Toys SF. We are not on any social media at all, dude. That's how cool we are, dude. How insecure would you have to be as a podcast to be like, uh, well, let's get a, a Twitter, uh, let's get a, a, a Twitter yeah, handle. Yeah, we're, we're only available on a flip phone. Yeah, exactly. You can only dude. access our phone through a Motorola Razor. That's the only platform we're available on. <laughs> and MySpace Music. I miss MySpace, dude. Me too, I, I dude. feel like. I feel like it could have uh, If it just like Hung out a little bit longer and More people would have gone back well, Justin Timberlake bought it He bought it And then he turned it all Into like music I can't believe he hasn't Had any rape shit Come out about him Give it time dude Well he's bang He banged like All these fucking Crazy hot chicks dude No yeah dude Like that like, dude Has had the best career ever He's doing the Super Bowl Halftime show Ah And he's like Actually funny yeah, dude. I've, yeah, he's got it all, dude. Motherfuck, dude. Yeah, dude. Who's the uh, who's Black Justin Timberlake? Damn. I guess you know uh, Donald Glover. 
by default because he has no, done he's everything. He's so emo. He's such a pussy, dude. Like, yeah, dude. No, he's like way more emotional than Justin. Just like a happy-go-lucky. Uh, I guess yeah, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but I've heard he's a dick. I could believe that, but maybe he just has like a low shit, you know, tolerance. I could actually believe that. He saved a guy's life. Remember that? That was a few years ago. A few years ago, some guy's uh, car caught on fire and he came in and saved his life. I could, uh, yeah, see, so he's not a dick, dude. Otherwise, he would have just been on on his phone being like, oh, shit. Yeah, dude. He would have just been like thoughts and prayers, but he's like, yo, I'm going to save this guy. Jamie Foxx is pretty cool, but he's just so ageless, you know? Yeah, dude. Um... Yeah, he's had a pretty good career. Well, it's cool because it's like he realizes that you need to do all aspects of art. What's that barge over there? Um, I don't know. That's cool. Oh, it looks like a, it, you know what? It's just like a big-ass ship. We're on the Richmond Bridge right yeah. now, guys. But it, it looked like an island, how big it was. That's new, actually. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, what is that? That looks crazy. like an oil rig. Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like something cool. It looks like uh, that opening scene in Jurassic Park where they were transferring the Velociraptor. I've never seen Jurassic Park before. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? No. All right, guys. So the very next episode of Broken Toys, uh, I'm going to introduce Adam Perlstein to uh, probably one of my top ten Steven Spielberg films. And I said top ten because even though Adam didn't like E.T., E.T. is still my favorite science fiction film of all time. Uh, E.T. was gay. Uh, you're just saying that because you didn't watch it as a kid, dude. All right. Uh, I loved E.T. If that- you guys like E.T., uh, tweet at Broken Toys with hashtag love E.T. If you didn't love it, uh, hashtag hate E.T. We will take the top tweet and uh, give them some premium content. Yeah. Um, you got a you got a you got a podcast for yeah, the you're job really good you at marketing, want. dude. That's a little smart <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> that's like that's my ace in the hole. What's your favorite Steven Spielberg movie? Fuck. Catch me if you can. Is my favorite Steven Spielberg movie. Really? I love that movie. Gosh, I think Jurassic Park or um, ET. And okay. then uh, my favorite uh, trilogy is you know Indiana Jones. Um, I saw Indiana Jones when I was in high school, actually. Which one? Um, I don't remember. I think it was probably the first one. That one was good, but I really liked Temple of Doom. It was so much fun. And I know everyone, like, didn't like Short Round and all of that, but... Yeah. I loved it. I was so... It was just a fun adventure film, man. Okay. I'm trying to think, dude. Was there any, like, fun sci-fi, like, shit that I was... Because I was into Star Fifth Wars. Element. I didn't like Fifth Element. Really? No, I thought I that was so cool. Dude, I'm wrong. I, I, I admit I'm wrong. Like, but I just... It just doesn't speak to me. No, I mean, like, that's completely understandable. It was one of those things where I was like, man, this is, like, such a fun... I like cool Independence Day. That's Independence fun. Day was a fun, fun sci-fi movie. But if it's based... It's got to be based oh, in some kind of reality. Uh, what about Mars Attacks? Never saw Mars oh, Attacks. Oh, dude, you would love Mars Attacks. I would? It, it was honestly... It was probably the last great uh, Tim Burton movie because it was before he got all like, um, let's make every movie um, just something that will sell hoodies at Hot Topic. Okay, this was like Coraline, but I don't think that was even Tim Burton. It it wasn't. It was. It it was like uh, he produced it, and it was like the director of Nightmare Before Christmas, who was not Tim Burton. And I did not like Nightmare Before Christmas. This the music was shit, dude. Like you know, it was like so many songs, and they all sucked, dude. It wasn't even that long. It was only 80 minutes. I didn't like it. I don't think I even finished it. It was all right, but it wasn't anything. 
it was, the concept was cool and like visually it was fun I like stop animation like I like all that Aardman animation like Wallace and Gromit yeah I like Wallace and Gromit a lot yeah but I don't like that now um they don't do claymation now they just do um computer animation in the style of claymation yeah like South Park is all computerized now yeah South Park's all computerized um that new uh, film from Artman Animation, like 10,000 BC or something like that. I don't know. It's it's done in the style of Wallace and Gromit, where all of the characters look like Wallace and Gromit characters. Okay. And they're made to look like they're claymation, but it's all computer. Interesting. Which is kind of a bummer, because it's like if you can do that, you should just do it traditionally, like a uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Did you see that? I never saw it. Oh, it's really good. Really? It's on that Netflix. Pretty recently, right? It's really, really good. I'll watch it, dude. Watch it. Oh, yeah, because I know Sydney wants to watch it. I'll watch and, it. And uh, what I like about it is it's all done with like real puppetry. Okay. Like it's actual puppetry, stop cool. animation. Cool. Uh, and you don't think that it's so it's so visually beautiful. You think it's done with computers, and okay. then uh, one of the last scene, like while they're rolling the credits, they actually show you how big some of the puppets are, and one puppet is like two stories tall. Whoa! It's really really cool. I love that shit, dude. I would I highly highly recommend it. It's yeah. a really fun story. Yeah. If you liked Moana, you'll like Kubo. Um, I, Moana was kind of like a copycat of like a lot of the other Disney shows. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll check out Kubo. It's worth it. How I think about, I think you'll like. How it. about Pixar? What's your favorite Pixar movies? Mmm. I thought Brave was very good. Which one? Brave. Is that recent? Uh, Brave came out in like 2014. It was about that Irish girl, the Irish queen. I don't know. I never even heard of it, dude. Damn, dude. Brave was hella good. I'll check out Brave. Okay, for sure. I like Pixar. I like Up. Up was a fun one. Up was funny because I was on a date with this girl. Yeah. And it was like our first date. Yeah. And uh, we went to go see Up just because it was like, oh, let's go see a Pixar film. Sure. And, you know, like the opening, like pretty much everyone who sees Up will tell you like they cried in the first three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like she started like crying and she was like, oh my God. And I turned and saw her crying and my first instinct was just to fucking laugh, dude. <laughs> you know, like it's like, how could I not like... It's like it's a fucking cartoon. It's a drawing, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just a, it's it's fake, and like it was meant intentionally. It's like clearly it's gonna get better, and like yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, but it's just like, oh my god, how am I gonna make it through the end of this? Yeah, uh, Wally sucked, dude. I hate Wally. That was I was like the first time I hated a movie was Wally. I think every movie was great up until I saw Wally. I didn't like Cars. I thought oh, yeah, Cars, cars was, was dumb. Gay. My favorite one is Ratatouille. Ratatouille is my favorite Pixar movie. Ratatouille was funny, and you know how Patton Oswalt got the uh, gig of voicing, uh, doing the voiceover for no, uh, Ratatouille. How? It was uh, on his Werewolves and Lollipops album. Oh yeah, which is you know, it's I good. think it's, it's I like I think. Werewolves and Lollipops was even better than 222. His George Lucas bit in Werewolves and Lollipops is fucking hilarious. Yeah, where it's like, oh, he's a boy and, you know, something happens and he's quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was uh, when uh, it was Patton Oswalt's his opening bit where he talks about the KFC famous bowl. Yeah. Uh, the director of, of Ratatouille, I think it was Brad Bird. I don't know if it might be him or, you know, some other director. Sure. But he heard that and he just thought it was so funny the way uh, Patton Oswalt was passionately describing. Uh, the 
McDonald's menu. Yeah. It was like, oh, we got these, you know, chick- bread and chicken. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bread and chicken is so good. The meat's so tender. And, you know, the corn, our corn is nice and sweet. And the mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are so good, so creamy. And, you know, the guy's like, yeah, that sounds good. Can you just put it all in a big bowl where I can just <laughs> eat it with a spoon and no human dignity? And, yeah. and the director was like, oh, that's perfect. We should make a movie where he loves food. Oh, cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's great, dude. So that's how it happened, and it kind of changed the whole course of his career. Good for him, man. Yeah. Dude, for somebody as ugly as that fucking dude, to have be on, be on TV that many times in movies, like, holy shit, dude. And to be married and twice. possible. Dude. And his, uh, did he, did he get remarried from his last... Yeah, dude, his wife died, and then he married somebody less than a year later who looks exactly like her. No judgment, dude. No judgment, yeah, no judgment. Same with Jim Carrey murdering his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Yo, we actually might need to cut that out. I want to work with Jim Carrey. Uh, No, I didn't tell anyone this, but I was actually... uh, I got the role of Andy Kaufman's son in Man on the Moon 2. You look like Tony Clifton's son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I, got, I got the physical appearance and uh, mental prerogative of Tony Clifton's son. Hell yeah, dude. dude just apologize right now. You don't have to edit it out. Yeah. Just say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then finding... I feel like... Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like the Finding Nemo is excellent. Oh, yeah. Finding Nemo was great. Finding Dory sucked. I think it sucked that. Fall of the Shells, dude. I cried with Fall of the Shells. Fall of the Shells, dude. I didn't cry. Alright. I thought it was funny because it's like, yo, so are Marvin and Dory fucking or what, dog? <laughs> like, fucking, yo, Marvin, you fucking this uh, mentally deficient fish or what, dog? <laughs> <laughs> they never address it. And, yeah. like, I feel like they can't because they want you to believe, like, oh, yeah, Dory becomes Nemo's stepmom. And it's like, Yo, Marvin, that's almost a rape if you're taking advantage of a mentally deficient fish. That's a good point. Yeah, Dory's kind of a very p- problematic character. To be An incredibly yeah. problematic character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To have a lesbian play a protagonist, that's kind of controversial. No, that's a huge <laughs> risk, and I'm boycotting Disney until they reprimand that. Oh, dude. <laughs> Unless they have a 15-minute scene in the next Finding Nemo film of Marvin and Dory actually having sex. Not happening. How do fish have sex? Do you know that? Uh, a fish, uh, the mother, or the, the female will lay the eggs and the male will come by and fertilize it. They don't fuck, fuck. There's no, really? Yeah, they, they, they lay eggs. Dude, what, do, what, do they get any, they don't come? No, dude. Fish, dude, that's sad, dude. <laughs> well, that's why we're, like, honestly, the only reason uh, humans are the uh, apex predators is because we associate sex with pleasure. Uh, humans, dolphins, and monkeys are some of the only species that really uh, associate sex with pleasure. Interesting, dude. Or at least like recreational fucking too. Got like, it. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. They couple like rabbits. Do they fuck for pleasure? No, they just fuck. Okay. <laughs> like, what else are you gonna do if you're a rabbit? I don't know. Trick uh, coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> Put your two fingers in a shotgun so it backfires on a hunter's face. Good. Hey, that was really funny, dude. That was oh cool. man. Right there. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, when Bugs Bunny dressed up as a woman, would, did you ever want to smash? 
Uh, no, but I was actually looking at old photos of uh, Lola, Lola Rabbit from Space Jam. Oh, I would have fucked the shit out of Lola. I was looking at the Google images of like Lola Rabbit from Space Jam, and then they had like like real girls like wearing like the uniform. I'm oh like, my dude, god, dude! I would have fucking come in my fucking pants. But I was dude. thinking like, dude, like I'd fuck, I'd rather fuck the rabbit to be honest with you. Dude, like, was like, way how funny is that, dude? Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Women are like, ah, that's gross. But then they'll watch a movie like The Shape of the Water, which is about like some fucking deaf bitch fucking a fish man. No, I'm going to see The Shape of Water, the one that came out now. Yeah. Del Toro makes a movie about a woman fucking a fish man. All right. Well, I'm going to watch that. So don't like, don't spoil it for me. Well, I mean, like everyone. I mean, that's like, crazy yeah. though. But like, you know, look at Lady the Tramp, right? The way they like they make the the, the girl dog like big pouty eyes and like the chest comes out a little bit, look like tits. Like it's very arousing. Dude, how about that scene in The Lion King when Simba and Nala are rolling down the the fucking? Yeah. Oh dude. my god, dude. Yeah, dude. And Nala gives him this look like yo when she licks his face yeah. and looks at him. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, dude. That must have been... Fun. Dude, that was Matthew Broderick vo- voicing uh, oh. adult Simba. Oh, got it. Hell yeah, dude. I can feel the love tonight in my pants, doggy. Damn, dude. They're yeah. bringing it back. We, I think we talked about it before. What's his name? Is gonna John Favreau's director. Yeah, live action before. with uh, Michael B. Jordan playing adult Simba. I like Michael B. Jordan, dude. He's cool, man. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He fucks with the, uh, the, uh, that Oakland director did Fruitvale Station mm-hmm. and Creed. Yeah. Yeah, I like Michael B. Jordan, dude. He's a, he's a funny dude. He's having a successful career, being, having the same name as one of the most iconic people of all time. But having to, like, go by B in the middle to differentiate. But them. still, I would have, like, to- I would have totally just, like, discouraged me from even trying show business just because my name was so similar to such a famous person. I thought he was named after Michael Jordan. You thought, you, really? Probably, dude. You know how black people are with their fucking heroes. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, 18 Muhammad Ali's. God, dude. I was, um, I was joking. No one's gonna listen to this, so it's just yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's all free, baby. All right, so I was joking. Like, this is a very funny comedian named uh, Nate Spears, Mm -hmm. um, in San Francisco, black comic. I love how you have to say like a very funny comedian. So what you say, so which which already he's funny. Knowing what I know, I know you're about to say something immensely racist. Like you have to be like a very funny, very bright young man. Go it's ahead. very. It's not. You're, a you're about. You're announcing it like a, a, a person that was killed by the cops. A, a bright young college graduate, very funny student. It's on the honor roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like instead of a headshot, you show his like college fucking. Stop, dude. All right, do you even trouble? So, but I was, thinking, I was thinking like like Nate Spears, and I was just thinking like, wait, like Britney Spears is from the south, so. Maybe, like, generations ago, like, did her family possibly, like... Own his. Did, did, was he part of the Britney Spears plantation? Yeah. The <laughs> Spears <laughs> plantation? I don't know. I thought Dude, that was... yeah. Like I said, like, you know, my boss, like, uh, a few days ago was saying... Well, like, he was uh, asking about, like, my last name, and I said, you know, I'm sure we just came from a part in Ireland. And he's like, oh, that's funny. You know, the only people I have with my last name are, you know, African-American. So it makes me wonder... What where my family come from. I was like, dude, the realistic thing was that your ancestors owned those black people and yeah. then after they were freed, they took on their owner's last name, which is why a lot of like black people have last name like Washington and yeah. Jones. Well, that's why your name, Gorman, because you're a third gook, you're a third yep. normal, and you're a third man. <laughs> 
gourmet. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not the Japanese said, right? Because gourmet kids does sound Japanese, kind of. Uh, it would be a gomanuhu. Gourmet. Goman. No, it's uh, my dad's side. It was a. Uh, uh, I believe it's uh, O'Gorman, and then they just dropped the O when they uh, got to Ellis Ooh, Island. O'Gorman's kind of a cool name. There's a comedian named Joe O'Gorman. Oh, really? Yeah, I got that when I was vainly uh, Googling myself Dude, under videos. I vainly Google them. Everyone does. Uh, but yeah, there's a Joe O'Gorman. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, excuse me. Of course, dude. Well, you're drunk, dude. <laughs> Getting away with it. It's not yeah. drunk driving if you don't... It's not It's not drunk driving if you're podcasting. We're just drunk podcasting while in a movie Shout vehicle. out to Nate Pena and Chris Fernandez, by the way. Nate Pena especially. Give him, like... I told Sydney, like, there's a really good chance I'm going to get some weed from this show tonight. And, like, right before I'm about to leave, like, he runs out and he gives me this tincture bottle of Bacardi 151 laced with, like, soaked in weed. Like, do you want to have a tincture of it? Are you good? Like, I'm good, dude. All right. Go for it, dude. We're, yeah. I'm not going to have it, but, like, I'm going to give it to, uh... Give it to Sydney, dude. But, yeah, dude, like, that's very... He's very generous, dude. He always gives me, like, cookies and, like, he straight up gives me, like, buds and stuff. Like, really cool, nice, generous dude. It's too Hell, bad yeah. his life sucks because he's such a nice guy. Maybe that's why they're so nice. Look at... Run over raccoon, that fucking raccoon. raccoon! Run over that fucking raccoon. There is a family of raccoons on Yerba Buena Island. Yeah. And the patriarch of that raccoon family is a giant fucking albino raccoon. What does that mean? It means it is all white with red eyes. Ugh. And it is terrifying. That is... Ugh. Raccoons already creep me out. I hate raccoons, dude. Me I too. hate raccoons. Have you ever had an experience with a raccoon? Dude, I've had multiple experiences with raccoons. What do you They're mean? All over Treasure Island. And when I lived up on Yerba Buena Island, uh, there was a family of them. And they were always out and about. Ugh. They were the worst. I hate raccoons. And I hate people that like raccoons. What That's you... why Daniel Boone was my favorite American hero. Because he wore a dead raccoon on his hat. Yeah. Cool. No, that's badass, dude. Yeah, dude. It creeps me out. Like they're like they're like I feel like the, the idea like they just tear your face to fucking part. Oh, dude. dude, with their dirty little human hands. Uh, I am not a fan at all. Not a fan either, dude. Yeah, dude. Cool, man, right on. We're on the yeah. same page, dude. Absolutely. What's your dude. favorite kind of dog? Mmm. I like a good medium-sized dog, dude. I like basset hounds. Medium-sized dogs. Some droopy-ass, fucking, like, depressed-looking, like, Rodney Dangerfield-looking dog. I get a good mutt, dude. I get like, a good... I, I get a basset hound named Rodney. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I, mean, yeah, I had dude. a basset hound named Rodney. I get a chocolate lab if I could. That seems like such a fucking great dog. Oh, yeah. And I give him, like, a red bandana. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, fuck. What are you, a billionaire, dude? Fucking chocolate lab? Yeah, that's like a rich person's dog. Is it really? Yeah, dude. Like, you gotta have land to have a fucking lab, dude. Like, you gotta, you can't just have a small apartment with a lab. I'd let him fucking roam Treasure Island during the day. You, you guys, oh yeah, fuck, like, you, you can't have a dog. So you send a dog all the time. You always have, uh, take care of that one dog that comes over. Yeah, friendliest, we take care of him. Friendliest dog in the world. Yeah, really baby Jocko. Shout out to Jocko. Yeah, Jocko's a sweet dog. Really hard to record a podcast around Jocko. Yeah, he's always like, he's always, he always wants to hang out. That's yeah, the other yeah, problem. Yeah. That's the problem with dogs. It's hard to be. That's why there's so many like comedians that are like, I love my cat because cats don't give a fuck about you. And yeah. like you can hang out and be like, oh, my cat needs me. It's like they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. A dog needs you. And it's really selfish to have a dog if you're a comic because look at, look at me, dude. I left my house. Well, actually, I didn't leave my house today. But most days I leave my house from like 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't get back until like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, you can't leave a dog by yourself. By yeah. itself, 
They need yeah. human interaction. If I was a retired dude, I would have a dog in a heartbeat. Dude, my, my dream situation is that, like, a few years later, like, Sydney gets a full-time, like, teaching job, and she's, like, out of the house from, like, 7 to 4 every day, like, teaching. And then I'm, like, at home, like, taking care of the kids and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. And then she comes home, and then I go out, and I cheat on her. Yeah, that's I go perfect. Out and, and, I, uh, <laughs> and I do stand-up. <laughs> Dude, that's that's like the dream is to be like a stay-at-home dad for a rich woman. Oh yeah, then you go out and fucking like do your little comedy, dude. I we would be such great kept men, dude. Like we're very funny, charming, happy-go-lucky. Like uh, you know, we're cultured. You know, yeah, dude. I'm hella good at massages too. Me too, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, dog. Um, I I'm a, I love to cook. I'm a really good cook, actually. Um, I do, I totally, I've been like, I, I kind of am missing opportunities, especially living in this city to find some like really rich, aut- rich, like autistic, like tech girl that yeah. I can take care of. Shit, dude. Yeah. We, we're missing our boat. So fuck yeah. So next, next podcast will hopefully, uh, so yeah, if, if you're a rich woman and you want to marry either me or Adam or maybe both of we're, us, I'm open. To, yeah. yeah. Um, depends on how rich you are. Like, yeah. Um, just, uh, DM us a photo of yourself on our Instagram, yeah. uh, you know, broken toys pod on Insta. Yeah. We're there, man. Uh, and we did it, dude. This We're is back great. on your brain. A little short, but still, whatever. No, Fuck dude, it. we did like a an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, let's check the time. Turn on the uh, light here. Yeah, dude, we're actually at like uh, fifty-five minutes. So, dude, throwing like fucking like ten minutes worth of intro music. We're good. Yeah, dude, we're good. All right, man. Well, I'll I'll send you this. Okay. But, yeah, dude. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody.